This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. So Winnipeg's first traffic ticket has been issued for being stoned and driving. Yes, this is big news because marijuana is now legal all across Canada. And right away, someone was hit with a smoking and driving. Hilarious. In fact, it says this has been issued one hour into legalization. Someone was pulled over for this. It's, uh, there's a copy of the ticket here. It says, consume cannabis in a motor vehicle on a highway. The fine payable, 672 Canadian dollars, which is like five American bucks, I think. Just kidding, guys. Just making fun of Canadian money. That's all. I've made fun of Canadian money my entire life. Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's like making fun of Florida. It's an easy, it's low-hanging fruit. (laughs) The ticket was issued on uh, 1 a.m. this morning. Yes. The day that marijuana consumption became legal. So one hour after pot was legalized. This is one hour. Winnipeg police issued the very first ticket for consuming cannabis in a car. Around 1 a.m., Winnipeg Police Service Traffic Division, Gordo, Inspector Gordo Spado. My name is Gordo Spado. That's amazing. Sounds like an Italian wrestler. Uh, Says one of his officers issued the the ticket during a traffic stop. An hour into legality and something illegal has happened. It's not clear whether the person ticketed was driving at the time or not. Well, wouldn't they be driving? I mean, I don't understand. You, you can't just give them a ticket for smoking in a car. What's wrong with that? If it's legal, can't you smoke in a car? Spado says while the cannabis was likely illegally purchased, how is that? Why is it likely illegally? It's the day that, well, because I guess, no. Well, online sales started at 12 a.m., but weren't being delivered until 1 a.m. Well, okay, so... And I guess stores, dispensaries weren't open at that hour. So, all right. So it was illegally purchased. He said no, it, no ticket was issued for the, the purchase of it. It doesn't look like anything was pursued as far as the illicit component of it goes. I think that's just the education piece of our members. Knowing where to go with that, it's still new to us. So we're still learning, says the police department. Spado notes it will be difficult to determine if cannabis has been illegally purchased. Another challenge will be ticketing people for consuming edibles in vehicles. If somebody has an edible in a car, we can prove it. That's also an offense, he noted. Sometimes we can prove it, sometimes we can't. And when edibles are legally produced commercially, then it might be a little bit easier because there'll be packaging. There will be packaging and things like that that might be visible to us. The ticket, like a lot of offensive offenses pertaining to legal marijuana, comes with a $672 fine. I still don't understand what this ticket's for. Because so can someone, if cannabis is legal, then what? Why would you be ticketed for smoking it in a car or having it in a car? It's not clear whether this is smoking and driving. Okay, so it's not smoking and driving. They say that likely it's not smoking and driving. So then, what is the harm here? What is? The, I don't understand. Hmm. Some fines for new marijuana offenses. This is in Canada, the province of Manitoba. It looks like. 
$2,542 for supplying cannabis to a young person under age 19. $2,542 for growing non-medical cannabis in a residence in Manitoba. $672 smoking or vaping cannabis in, in a park. $672 for smoking or vaping cannabis in a public place. Huh. Maybe smoking, this is counted as a public place then, obviously. The car, I guess. Although you're in your car. But no, if you're on the highway, I guess you're on a public place. So it's legal, but you got to smoke it in your home. Is that what's happening here? I get it. All right. $273 fine for drivers carrying cannabis in or on a vehicle, i.e. not in the trunk. Okay. $672 fine for consuming cannabis in or on a vehicle on a highway. Oh, okay. $672 for consuming cannabis in or on an off-road vehicle. Can't you be off-road in a vehicle and with your cannabis? What's wrong with that? I pull over in the fields and I want to smoke and... and uh, Take a nap or uh, eat some turkey jerky? Like, why can't I do that? I don't understand. And why is the fine $672? Why, what is your obsession with $672 fines, province of Manitoba? Uh, can someone clear this up for me? Can it, some Canadians, I know I got some friends that are Canadians. Ben, I'm talking to you. Uh, and then, of course, Ryan is all about the cannabis. Uh, but I don't know if, if Ryan knows about all these Canada laws, but I need to get this cleared up here. This is weird. And don't you think this is dumb? Why can't you have weed in your car? Like, it's got to be in the trunk? Is that what you're saying? This doesn't make any sense at all. I love it, Canada, that you're opening your arms to cannabis, but are you really opening your arms to cannabis if I can't smoke in a field in the back of my truck? What the, f- what, what the hell is that? I mean, this is ridiculous. I understand I'm smoking a joint on the highway. And I'm pulled over. And I'm, I, it's clear I'm smoking a joint. Is a half of smoke joint in the ashtray or whatever. Or you find it on me. I smell like it. Clearly, all right, I'm smoking and driving. If you want to get, you know, I got to be honest. I don't think smoking and driving is that big of an issue. I mean, it's not like drinking and driving. You know, if anything, you drive a little bit more cautiously in general, um, in my experience. Uh, I don't think it's a problem. But hey, you want to call it a problem? All right. You want to you ticket people for that? Okay, fine. I understand where you're going with that. But to just... Be able to smoke outside somewhere. I'm in my vehicle. So what? And why not in a park? Why not off-road? What the hell's wrong with that? Does it... What, what, what is... So you've opened up your arms to the legalization of marijuana, but what, what, these restrictions, where can I smoke it? In my house only? Only in my house. What, do we all have to create a smoking room? Is that the law in Canada? You need to create a pot smoking bunker. If you want to smoke pot, you must create... You must build a bunker specifically for that and it must have a some sort of uh filtration unit for the smoke so that it doesn't go into our atmosphere what are you talking about canada you're either in or you're out all right make up your goddamn mind you can't be in and then have all these stupid restrictions maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm just you know I'm accustomed to being around marijuana all the time out here in California, and everybody's fine with it. Everyone's cool with it. You can smoke a joint, in, you know, in a restaurant sometimes on the patio, and no one gives you a hard time because we're being adults. No one smokes pot and then becomes rowdy. No one smokes pot and then grabs the waitress. These don't happen. Okay, so we're gonna open our arms to marijuana. Let's also let's get the laws a little bit more lax, if you could, please. That's just my suggestion for you Canadians out there. Embrace it a little more, all right? I mean, do you arrest your citizens for drinking a beer off-road, sitting in their truck? Canada, I'm going to say no, 
<laughs> the way that you guys treat beer up there, there's probably more strict uh, operational laws involving marijuana up there than there are beer up there, I'd imagine, the way that Canadians feel about their beer. Well, you're, you're wrong, Canada. Beer is a much more deadly drug, does way more damage in the culture, way more damage to your body, etc., etc. No, it doesn't, Jonesy. Yes, it does. And there's scientific evidence to prove this. Look it up. Any of you Canadians out there want to weigh in on this? <laughs> Put down your Molson and call me. 646-450-2012. Japanese scientists are inventing an electric gum that never loses its flavor. Now, I always bash scientists on Weird AF News, don't I, for wasting their time, wasting their resources. I love this idea. I want a gum that never loses its flavor. I want to chew it all day long. Can you imagine a gum that never loses its flavor? It's something straight out of Willy Wonka. For real. <laughs> I love this. Oh, the Japanese. I love how I love them. They're always doing fun shit. A device. This device, actually, uh, which zaps your tongue with electricity, sounds more like a cruel and unusual torture method than it does something folks might do for enjoyment. But you'd be wrong, at least when it comes to the electric tongue zapper created by researchers at Mihai University in Japan. They've been working on a technology they call unlimited electric gum, able to electrically simulate flavor sensations when a person chews a stick of gum. It's a specially created, quote, gum. The gum's in quotes, so I wonder what it is, actually. Uh, it's probably, <laughs> what, what, is this even gum? Is this like a, a microchip? The results will make possibly uh, will make possible not only gum which never loses its flavor but in theory also open up the possibility of creating any flavor chewing gum you want to sample in an instant by programming it oh my god i could have tiramisu gum strawberry shortcake gum wow pineapple wrapped bacon gum imagine any flavor that you love in life i just ate uh (laughs) <laughs> You're going to think I'm crazy, but I like to d- take dates and dip them in cream cheese. <laughs> now, don't make fun of me. Try it first. Dates in cream cheese. Unbelievable flavor. I would like that in a gum. Now, this is achieved using something called the piezoelectric effect, a phenomenon in which certain materials generate an electric charge in response to applied mechanical stress. Okay. In this case, the piezoelectric effect means that when a piece of the researcher's gum uh, is chewed, a small current is created. This then fools the chewer's tongue into experiencing different tastes. You shouldn't expect juicy fruits or spearmint taste just yet. However, uh, when the device was tested out at an event in Japan earlier this year, the test subject reported that the gum tasted salty or bitter. They likened it to the experience of chewing niboshi, or dried infant sardines, which are frequently eaten either as snacks or used as seasoning in soup. That doesn't necessarily sound all that appealing, but there's certainly scope for expansion. The researchers hope that they will eventually be able to induce sour, sweet, and umami-flavored taste sensations as well. The The chewing gum was presented at the ACM Symposium on User Interface Software and Technology in Germany. Ooh... I like this. I want gum that tastes better than what they have, though. I want it to... And they need to advance this technology. I'm all for pouring more money into this project. That's for damn sure. Without a doubt. This is cool. 
I want gum that never ends, first of all. That's, that's just amazing. I've always dreamed of that as a child. Gum that never ends. Do you, ever, do you ever get the Bazooka Joe gum, the Bazooka gum? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Is this just an, an American thing? I don't know. I played a lot of baseball as a kid. I used to get Bazooka Joe gum, and it, it was the worst. It would lose its flavor in five minutes. It was like it's torture. I had to chew through a whole box of the gum in, in, an, in an hour. You, just, you need to put a new piece in your mouth constantly because it loses its flavor. And you know what? Same could be said for the big league chew as well. It really loses its flavor, and it's frustrating. There's only a, a handful of gums that retain their flavor. What is it about gum that can't retain its flavor? I don't know what that is. But scientists are on the goddamn case, and I support that shit. What other, what, what other suggestions do I have for scientists? How about you... Jeez. Uh, how, how about a chili that doesn't make me fart? That would be great. Because I love chili so much, but it makes me fart. And I, you know, I got to kind of prepare before I have it. I don't like that. I can't just eat chili and then go hang out. It's a, it's a mess. I can't just eat chili and then have a lady come over. It's a mess. I want a chili that doesn't make me fart. Get on it, science! What are we paying you for, huh? <laughs> You're out there doing stupid shit like figuring out what kind of music a shark likes? Yeah? Do something useful. Make some chili that doesn't cause gas. Damn it. Do you guys want to see an invention? What do you want to see science get on? Call into Weird AF News. I want to hear about that. What does science need to do for you in your life to make your life better? Hopefully it's something, it's not something totally useless for the rest of us. Like, let's make it, you know, a deodorant that lasts a week. That'd be cool. You put it on one time, you put it on Monday, it lasts till the following Monday. Would that be incredible? What about that? How about that? How about we don't figure out, you know, that snails... What was sort of a 80s cartoon snails like to watch? Like, how about we put this shit to good use? <laughs> Call Weird AF News or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. That's right, I got an email. A woman has been arrested for trying out dozens of sex toys in the middle of a Walmart. Hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Lynn Burns for sending me this article. This is fantastic. I'm very embarrassed to say this occurred in California. You know, Union City. A woman was arrested this morning after stripping almost naked in a Walmart store to test various sex toys in front of dozens of shocked customers. I didn't know Walmart sold sex toys. Uh, had no clue. Apparently they sell sex toys now. All right. I'm a, I, whatever, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with getting, you know, whatever. Sex toys, are, you know, they're not always cheap, so why not get them at Walmart? <laughs> here's, what you, here's what you can't do. Try them out, though, in the store. Why aren't they locked up behind glass? That, makes, that doesn't make any sense. The KY Jelly is locked up behind glass. Like, lube is, is behind glass at Walmart. So stupid. So why aren't the sex toys behind there as well? I'm assuming they're behind glass, which means the employee opened it up for them, and then she started... Then the woman started trying out the sex toys right in front of the employee, in addition to in front of the customers as well. You know you can't even try on a bathing suit, really. I mean, you can, right? No, okay, you can try on bathing You can't try on underwear at Walmart, right? Can't try on underwear. What makes you think you can try on, you can try a sex toy at Walmart? You think you're going to get away with that? What in your mind thinks you can do that? You could put a sex toy inside you or touch your genitals with a sex toy and then if you don't like it, back in the box, back on the shelf. Are you insane, person? I mean, maybe she was putting on a show trying to raise some money or something. I don't know. <laughs> can you imagine pushing your cart with your kids down to Walmart and there's a woman with a vibrator in the middle of the, on, sitting on the floor? <laughs> Being like, oh, I don't know if I want to buy this one. 
I like it. 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 But I don't know if I like it better than the other one. Better than the other one. Let me try the other one again. And you know, I don't even know. These things don't usually come with batteries. So she's opening up batteries too and sticking them in there. I bought sex toys, right? I don't remember them coming with batteries. Maybe they did. I'm trying to think. You ever buy a sex toy in the middle of a sex shop, and they the cashier like puts the batteries in right there just to make sure it works and like holds it up to show everybody that like holds it up the dildo up to see if oh yeah but it works and then announces why don't you just show why don't you tell everybody what I'm buying asshole <laughs> can't you see I'm already in, I'm, you know I'm trying to keep it on the download being in here <sighs> that was when I was younger though now I'm completely com- comfortable in a sex shop uh, the Union City uh, I, I mean I've just done three minutes and I don't even know the details of this article I'm so sorry I went on a sex toy rant The Union City Police Department, this is in California, received a call from the department store manager at 9.45 in the morning reporting that a customer was behaving indecently. Well, that's a nice way to put it. And by the way, a little early for the sex toy shopping, right? A little early. A little early to be uh, putting, putting toys inside you in the middle of a Walmart. Upon arriving on the site, the officers found, wow, they, they had time to call and they showed up and they, she was still doing it. Upon arriving, the officers found 27-year-old Laura Martinez lying almost naked on the floor, masturbating with a vibrator. She's even naked, too? I mean, you get to take off all your clothes, too? I mean, you can't do it over the jeans and get an idea of how well it vibrates? You can put it on your arm and see these things. I'm try- I don't know why I'm trying to take this seriously. I mean, this is a crazy person. According to Darlene Anderson, an employee who witnessed the incident, Miss Martinez used at least two dozen toys before she was arrested. Two dozen if you can't figure out what vibrator you like two dozen, you got, a, you got an issue there as well. I mean, come on. It's not that serious, okay? Life's short. You don't have to try every, like, find a vibrator that works. You don't need to go through two dozen of them. I mean, what, how, particular do you, how particular are you about your vibrator? Ridiculous. Miss Anderson says she's going to be haunted by the images and the sounds to which she was exposed to today. Oh, you're going to be haunted? Are you trying to sue, are you trying to sue Walmart? No, I definitely am pro-suing Walmart, but I don't think you've got a case, honey. Have you never seen a porn? I mean, Miss <laughs> Martinez now faces a total of, uh, this is the woman that masturbated in Walmart. She faces a total of seven criminal charges. I love how they come up with these criminal charges. That, like, now imagine the criminal charges involved in uh, using a vibrator in the middle of a store. But watch what they're going to add. Crazy. Okay, including felony indecent exposure. Okay, that makes sense. Causing a public nuisance, <laughs> that's funny, and disorderly conduct. Yeah, all right, that sounds right. I love the causing a public nuisance. Also, also causing a pubic nuisance. Hey, all right. I mean, if people were enjoying the show, that's not a nuisance, right? <laughs> Her lawyer says these charges are excessive and unjustified. According to him, the young woman did not intend to attract attention to her genitals, but was just testing the merchandise with the clear intention of buying some of the products. Are you an insane person, Mr. Lawyer, Mrs. Lawyer? You don't intend to attract attention in the middle of a public place masturbating with a toy. And in what world are you allowed to test sex toys before you buy them? Sir or ma'am, lawyer, idiot, lawyer, idiot. <laughs> no, you can't even try on the underwear, you idiot. <laughs> Seriously, 
Where are they getting these dumbass lawyers? My God, a lawyer is... Oh, if you're a lawyer, just, just walk off a bridge right now. You're pathetic. <laughs> I'm sorry. A lawyer will say anything. Defying reality. Amoral shit. How do you live with yourself at night, this lawyer? How do you sleep? It's unbelievable, these people. I'm sorry if you're a lawyer. I apologize. You should Not all of you need to walk off a bridge, but like half of you should, should walk off a bridge. Or, you know, at least get, get honest work. Would you, Jesus, do something with your life? Stop defending people who are clearly pathological, social, just disasters. Please. Pretending like they're... They, they, that you have a leg to stand on in half of these cases. You've got to be out of your mind. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm out of my mind. It's beginning to look a lot like Weird AF News is taking over the world. My friend Ben reached out to me and asked me, Hey, Jonesy, do you think that the world is just getting weirder? Or is it just because we listen to Weird AF News that uh, we're being... You're pointing out the weirdness to us, but the world isn't... It's as weird as it's ever been. You're just pointing it out to us, so it seems like it's weirder than it's ever been. And I asked that question to you, weirdos. What do you think? Is the world getting weirder? Or are we just more focused on the weirdness now that we're all involved in Weird AF, the Weird AF News Project? <laughs> Call me. I want to know. I got some callers after this. And uh, I think there's some swearing, so just FYI. I'm going to put them on at the end of this. Shoutouts to all my callers, actually. Sparky, who was uh, pissed about the insect situation. <laughs> and I was, too. Uh, Zoe, who, I, who also needs to have coffee every day, couldn't live without it. And some other things that we have in common. Thank you, Zoe. Bobby Ray, calling in about robots. Bobby Ray lost a job to robots. Bobby Ray, like me, is not a fan of robots and is afraid that they're going to take over. I'm with you, Bobby Ray. 100%. And let me tell you something. When that robot revolution comes, I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to get a... I don't know how you kill robots. Well, I'll just watch Terminator again and I'll figure it out. What did you need to do? You need to smash the Terminator's face in. Guns didn't work. We need to come up with another way to kill the robots so that they don't take over. And then Michael called in with some science for me. Thank you, as always. I need to... Obviously, I don't know these things. Educating me on the, the fact that you can actually eat cremains. And I loved your idea about me... Um, me, when I'm dead and gone... My cremains being put into a pot brownies for my friends. I think that's, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I'm lying on the floor of this new rug that I bought, and I'm just in, I'm just in heaven right now. It's just, it's just wonderful. Thanks for everyone for calling. Thanks to, to those who sent me the articles. I, I really appreciate it. Those articles were fantastic. Uh, tomorrow's Florida Fridays, so get excited for that. You know it's going to be shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yes, one of my favorite words. Go to my Patreon, too. There's a link to it in the description of this podcast. And you can uh, donate to Weird AF News. Why the hell not? It's uh, weird... No, it's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. Also, follow me on social media if you feel like it. That's always a fun thing to do. Uh, on Instagram, it's Funny Jones. On Twitter, Funny Jones. And on Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. And then uh, you got my number. You got my email. Reach out anytime. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Oh, by the way, take a moment to just lay on your rug. It feels really good. Hey, Jonesy, it's Zoe. So definitely coffee every single day, like a whole pot of it. Um, Cool Ranch Doritos, 
But, like, the guy eats pizza for dinner every day. Like, I want a different dinner, but I'm a snack on Doritos after I smoke during the day. And then, you know, the one that you said that you can't talk about, but that's because it's, like, the best food ever. Anyway, have a great Monday. Hey, Jonesy. This is Michael, your scientist friend from Iowa City. And you did a story about a girl who baked her grandmother's ashes into cookies and brought them to school for her friends to eat. And you wondered if uh, those ashes would be safe to eat. Well, cremains are uh, what's left over after they incinerate the body. That's done at a temperature between 1,400 and 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. And really what remains is just uh, the bones, essentially. Uh, all the organic matter is burned off and you just have small pieces of bone that are left behind. There's some um, salts and minerals, and the bone is just basically calcium phosphate. It's just small pieces, and those are pulverized by the crematorium or funeral home, and they're just called ashes because it's just essentially just crushed bone. Um, it looks like fine sand or white powder. It's not really powderish, but it's more like very, very fine-grained sand, and uh, if you were to bake that into food or eat it in some way, it is uh, perfectly inert and essentially sterile, and it would be harmless to a person or the environment. So it might be a little crunchy if you were to put it into food, but it would just pass harmlessly through a person's body. Um, if you uh, wondered about uh, the, the mother, who was wondering why there wasn't notification on this. Well, I don't think she was upset that there wasn't notification in advance because that's obviously you couldn't predict that someone was going to do that. I think she was concerned that they weren't notified after the event occurred, especially given that her son, uh, you know, was interviewed by the school about this. And uh, I think maybe the girl who did it, I'm just speculating, but maybe, you know, other kids that she brought the cookies to school knew her grandmother, and she was trying to sort of like, oh, you know how grandma was. She was terrific. Let's sort of eat her body and integrate her body and soul and into ours, and she'll be part of us forever. As far as you, what you would be good integrated into and baked into, um, well, given the fact that you like to smoke a little weed, I think your friends would be just perfectly happy if you were baked into some brownies and if they sat around afterwards and got baked on some pot and ate some, some Jonesy brownies and really enjoyed uh, that and sat around and talked about you and what a great guy you were. I think that'd be the perfect ending for Jonesy. And uh, with that, I will let you go. It's all the weird stories. I love you. Bye-bye. Hey, Jonesy! It's Bobby Ray! Hope everything's going good for you. I got to comment on your robots. <clears throat> I used to thought that uh, robots would do us good. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, when I was doing uh, septic tanks and we put in new drain fields, I was the one standing behind the tripod shooting the grade for the drain field. 
Well, the boss bought a laser transit. And so now they don't need me to stand up there and shoot grade. That's a very basic robot, but it knocked me out of that work. So, I don't like robots. But I think the sex robots are a good thing. But as far as interviewing robots and shit, you know, a robot will only talk about what its programmer programmed into it. Because they're not smart enough yet to learn on their own. I mean, I know they got that one thing about the chess robot that learned to play chess and is a master of chess now. But, you know, I still don't think that robots are smarter than people. And I think we need to put an end to them because, like I said, they only know what their programmers put into them. So... If someone made a robot and programmed it to say that Funny Jones ain't funny, then what you think is going to happen then? <laughs> I love you, Jonesy. This is Bobby Ray from Bobby Ray Talks About Everything. Keep it coming, Jonesy. Morning, morning. This is Sparky. Got an observation. If um, people stopped spraying pesticides and throwing chemicals all over their yard, we probably would have a better population of bugs. Uh, just saying. All those nitwits who spray for mosquitoes are killing our bees, and our bees pollinate our flowers, among other insects. People who spray their yards to... Um, Killed insects. Lord forbid if there's a nematode in a fucking yard. It's a yard, people. Just saying. Those overprivileged white crackers who live in suburbia. Yeah. Lord forbid if little Johnny gets a fucking earthworm on his toe. This is why we're having problems with our earth. They're cutting down trees to build a 200... A 20,000 square foot house for mom, dad, and Johnny and Betty, and they got nine fucking bedrooms. Why don't you just rent the house that's, or buy the house that's already built down the street? No, you gotta cut down half a fucking acre of trees. And the other people who are truck, you know, talking about save the earth. Don't use gasoline while they're sitting in the goddamn car line. But they're waiting for Johnny as opposed to letting the kid ride the bus to school. Mass transportation. Oh, they're all for that, except they're little white crackers, self-entitled children. So that's my little piece of weird shit.